everyone. everyone. I'm Pamela. And I'm Astrid. And welcome to a new episode of Chubby Chats. Episode 10, I think. Yeah, now uh, we've lost the system that I so much wanted to have (laughs) because of issues, (laughs) technical issues. Yeah, but we're back after a few weeks um, with technical issues, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And today we are going to talk about something that we've been meaning to talk about for a few weeks now. I mean, we've had it in mind for a while. But the whole technical issues thing happened, so then we couldn't... Yeah, film it. But it also came about, like, it kind of, like, impulsed us to talk about it because I recently had surgery. Oh, so, yeah. I'm um, not too big. Like, she, she was no, nice. It was a minor, like, surgery. It was, what, like, two weeks ago? Three weeks ago? Mm, I think it was three. Two. Three weeks ago, I think it was. Um, it was the 21st of May. May? Yeah, it was the 21st of May. Um, How do you know? Because I just went through this with a doctor. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um, But basically, I had this, like, cyst, this gang... Well, you said it's not a ganglion cyst. Like, it's not right to call it a ganglion cyst. But it's just cyst full of fluid um, that I had on my wrist that I'd been bothering me for. It was sitting on her nerves. So it wasn't like she did it because she wanted to be pretty, like... No, it wasn't like an aesthetic surgery. Which would have been fine, you know, that's what you're saying. (laughs) Yeah, but I had it for a long time and I wanted to get it removed because it was bothering me it was like causing pain and um it weakened my wrist and it sometimes fell asleep right yeah so it was just it was painful so I wanted to get it removed and I got it removed and so it was just a minor surgery but they numbed my whole arm and um and yeah that just sort of brought on the like the impulse to talk more about like surgery also because I she had a surgery like a year ago too. Yeah, yeah this like woman has been like just literally firing surgeries left and right since the pandemic began. <laughs> yeah, like I think it was the first year of, of the pandemic. Of COVID. I think. Yeah, I had ovarian surgery. I had to get my leftover removed because I which had... we don't know if it's actually removed. Like no, I'm pretty sure it is. I okay. think it was just a mistake from the doctor, but I had to get my leftover removed because I had tumors and. Um, benign tumors but we didn't know at the time so we were all freaking out big time and cysts in in my left ovary and uh, well the doctor told me she tried to recover like she would have tried to recover the the left ovary if possible or leave as much as she could Mm -hmm. of it but unfortunately it wasn't possible Uh, no big deal I mean for me it wasn't so she's left with I have just my right ovary she's left wait wait I'm trying to make a joke but it's not working left ovary (laughs) left ovary less <laughs> left ovary less. You're left ovary less. <laughs> Get it. it carried too much. It didn't work. <laughs> it, didn't work. it didn't work. Okay, I'm sorry. Uh, but yeah, it be, like that sword, that like event of my life. That I don't know what that that bump. I wouldn't even call it a bump, but that moment in in my life, it brought on like a lot of like conversation with myself with God, with my family, specifically my mom, because she blamed herself a lot for, for what happened. Yeah. Which, uh, Like, detecting it late, because, I mean, I think you have to give a little bit of context. Yeah, basically, and this is, this is already starting the conversation of, like, self-love. Uh, I had, uh, my suspicions that something was wrong for quite a few years before I went to my gynecologist checkup, which was that I 
had my, my period was always super late and irregular. Um, sometimes I think the longest time I went without having my period was six months. And, um, I had like kind of like weird pains where even if I just finished my period or if I, uh, I wasn't even near my period, I just have like random cramps and pains and like sharp, just, uh, discomforts every now and then. And, um, yeah, it's just, they, what they say of like, listen to your body and like, you know, your body better than anyone Yeah, is incredibly true, which is what like, yeah, what but was the, happening like, for me. To add to that, I'm just going to say, um, like the reason we hadn't gone to the gynecologist I don't even know. Like, I think at one point... Because that was, like, the first time we went to the gynecologist properly. Properly, right? Because mm-hmm. I don't... I remember any, ever, 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 ever going just to, like, to have a checkup on ourselves. And though now we know that you should go the first time you have your period. So if you're a young woman out there who just had your period, go to the gynecologist. Like, just check yourself. Yeah, it can be a little nerve-wracking. But honestly, if you find the right doctor, they yeah, Like, it's it's for your own you know, yeah. health and safety, so. And we had been telling my mom for a long time, like, because obviously we were young when we had our first period, like, we did, we, like, obviously nobody tells you, like, what it is that you have to look for in a gynecologist, and, like, when we were young, we were telling our mom, like, you know, we should go, we should go, we should go, and my mom was like, there's nothing wrong with you guys. Like, no, but it wasn't even that. Honestly, my mom is a stay-at-home mom, but she is also very busy, and she gets distracted easily like she's very has, unorganized yeah but she just has a lot of things to do so um like it just slipped past her a few times also the fact that like uh Pam and I are very uh prone to injuries yeah <laughs> so we tend to get injured or sick or like a lot not anything like grave or anything like that but it is like constant <laughs> yeah and if it's not us then it's uh her my dad. My dad. yeah so it's just like um one thing after the other always yeah so so it's just like that like it kept getting pushed and pushed and pushed and pushed back until finally uh we went but the thing is that for me um and literally like, we, sorry let me just add the only reason we went in the first year of the pandemic is because everything was closed and like we couldn't do anything and we had we finally had time so it was like r- literally divine intervention that we managed to go to the gyno but like, the reason, well, you know, this podcast is called Chubby Chats, we explain, because we're both, like, chubby. chubby yeah. But I personally have, like, been, like, a bigger girl for mm. most part of my life, and I feel like that's always sort of been, um... The truth? <laughs> yeah, but, like, it's also been challenging in, in other terms, not only, like, um, maybe so... Like, I actually haven't struggled much socially with, with being, like, a heavier girl, but, mm. um... What always annoyed me and the reasons I avoided and hated doctors for so long is because, and this comes a lot with being a plus size or just bigger than most people, is that whenever you go to the doctor, no matter what kind of pains you have, they always immediately relate it to your weight. And that was my case every single time I went to the doctor. And so I could go to the doctor for this pain that I was having with my period and whatnot and it was always like yeah it's your weight weight. you need to eat better you need to exercise you need to lose weight and and I wouldn't say like I was the healthiest super fittest person in the world no but I think we consciously always did like in our family I think there's always been this pressure yeah but that's what I'm saying like yeah um I never I never would have like considered myself like uh an unhealthy person either yeah, because yeah. we ate 
well. We yeah. were very active people. Well, when, like when my pain started, like I was a very active person. I played basketball and volleyball. Sometimes I played badminton. I went out for walks and um, I was, we were in general very active people like going around town, just walking around like, and we, yeah, we yeah, yeah. honestly ate well. And even coming here to Mexico, I feel like the eating aspect of it, like we started eating see- even better. Mm-hmm. Like it's just, it's hard here in Mexico, and I've spoken to a couple of people that feel the same way. It's just being here in Mexico, I don't know if it's to do with the food, the way they process it or whatever. I think food culture here is it's, just horrible, <laughs> to be honest. Yeah, but it's it's really hard to try to maintain your weight, like, here. It's not that it's impossible, it's just hard. hard. And for me... And honestly, kind of expensive, so I get why the obesity rates are so high, like, here in Mexico. Like, I totally get it. It's... Like, all the choices you have outside, like, yes, everything is, like, dripping in oil. Like, mm-hmm. everything. Yeah, but, um, yeah, so that was my case with, like, going to, like, whether that be for any sort of, like, pains, but, like, more specifically, like, the, the issues with my ovaries. Or, like, headaches or whatever. To, like, yeah, yeah, I had gone to, like, many doctors, uh, like, wanting answers, you know, and it, they all just immediately, like, told me it's, it had to do with my weight, that I had to lose weight, I had to be more active, I had to be yeah. healthier. And, um, that was sort of frustrating. So they, they got to a point where I just gave up and I was like, whatever, you know, they, they're obviously not helping. This isn't yeah. working, but like they're um, just taking the easy way out basically. Yeah. And which is so unfortunate. And I feel like that's the case with so many women, like yeah. size, heavier women is that they're not getting listened to. Like there's, or very, I think just in few... general, like I think doctors have this perception that we can take more pain because like I was gonna add but like first finish your thing and then I'll yeah take. I was just saying there's like very few doctors who will look past that and yeah who will actually like ask for for tests and stuff and everything and and that was here and that's because you have to keep pushing yourself because like you had to look for so many doctors like yeah you like to... the amount of doctors guys I can't even tell you that that I've gone to and visited and whatever like, that's like putting aside the fact that and, we moved around too yeah and even my gynecologist like the only reason I got, like, checked was because she had to do, like, an, an ultrasound on yeah. me just to check that everything was okay. Because when I got to her, the first thing she literally told me was the same thing, that, like, my pains were to do and my irregularities yeah. with my period was to do with my weight. Yeah. And uh, the only reason, like, that was disproved was because she had to do the, for my ultrasound. checkup, the ultrasound. And that's when she noticed that I, like, they couldn't see my ovary because... Um, it was covered. It, it was, was being covered by, by my uh-huh, my tumors and, and and everything. Um, that was the only reason. Like they started looking past that. Yeah. And then, but even um, then, she was like, like all of you should be in a diet. Which yeah. yeah. We we actually stopped seeing that gynecologist. Yeah. Like, uh, she did my, my surgery. She well may be good whatever. for other things. Yeah, but there's just you know you have to feel comfortable with your yeah. doctor. And in my our case, it wasn't like. No. Uh, I think doctors, um, obviously you go for medical advice and whatnot, but there's some that just love to give their own opinion about your, yeah, that's your true. life and what you're doing with your life and what you aren't. And, and they so, don't like, I, I feel like now with all of that we've gone through, like a lot of doctors just look at one thing, like yeah. they focus on one thing and they're like, this is the right thing. And anybody that tells you otherwise is like wrong and I'm right. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay. Yeah. And so. It was also the case with the fact that I have struggled my whole life to lose weight, like, despite the efforts that I that I give and, and whatever, like, it's always been hard for me to lose weight, and maybe it's just the genetics in our family, um, because we're all bigger people, like, we're yeah. not, there's... We're curvilicious. <laughs> yeah, we're very few people in our family that are, like, skinny and not even, we are 
large hips and yeah just, like uh we tend to have like a belly in general yeah that's like, what i'm saying like we have like curves like yeah and even like the thinnest people in our family have curves. Yeah. yeah and yeah but for me it was always like it annoyed me because i could try so hard to lose weight and then i'd always get to this one like this part of my my journey where i just like stopped losing weight and, and i was like stuck and i always felt stuck and it was so frustrating and everything and then obviously having the voices of people around you telling you like you just have to keep going try hard uh-huh, uh-huh, and everything uh-huh. it's they think it's helpful and i get where they're coming from but it really it annoys yeah. um and so for me it was also this, like i want answers to why am i finding it so hard yeah. to lose weight and it was only recently me this year actually yeah that very recently like a month or so ago yeah that i went to see three different doctors um and two of them actually were like have you checked your thyroid um your gland yeah thyroid glands your thyroid glands yeah and um i was like no you know and for me what was surprising because now i see how like common it is i was like never in my life had a doctor ever Ever, mentioned thyroid glands to me so call me ignorant or whatever but I had no idea, like, <laughs> that was a problem that could cause you to, like, not, like, gain weight and to, like, make you struggle more with losing weight. So. Or just generally your diet for also those people that have the opposite, that they can't yeah. pack any weight, which is also such a struggle. Yeah, but, like, after, like, speaking to these doctors and meeting people who, like, had, like, the same, like, uh, I want to say, like, what are you, not issues, but, like, um... Yeah, problems with their thyroid glands. <laughs> um, like, it's something very common. Yeah. But that often gets overlooked. And very recently I learned that that was my case as well. So yeah. Like, I have issues with my thyroid glands, which uh, is one of the reasons why I find it, have found it hard to, like, lose weight all these years. But, like, that realization is so satisfying in the sense of, like, uh, to me it's been, like, quite a few times now quite recently where I've been like honestly like listen to your body because you know your body you know what's right and what's not and um even if somebody like could be saying some other things yeah as much as like people push you to think that's like the right answer to your thing if you feel it in your gut that that's not right keep looking until you find like the right doctor the right person the somebody who will actually listen to you exactly because um, yeah, unfortunately, a lot of, like, doctors are just in it for the money and for yeah. a quick, yeah, this, this, and that, and then leave, basically. And I understand that, like, um, like, with being overweight, it does affect, like, your whole body and everything. Yeah. But there's also a lot that goes behind that. Yeah. And, and so you're the only person that knows your story and everything. Yeah. And, yeah, that's also one of the reasons I got my, my self-love tattoo at the back of my, well, yeah, the back of my shoulder. My back. <laughs> <laughs> um... Which is that is just, like, I've learned to, like, start listening to myself more. Like, what my body needs. Um, also with foods, like, sometimes you get all these diets, you know, that will either work yeah. for you or either won't. Like, I've tried... So many. Hundreds of diets in my life. And the worst one we've tried is the keto diet. That yeah, was honestly, insane. I've, I've heard it, like, work for so many people, and that's great. But honestly, for me, guys, I felt so crap. Like, I felt every yeah. single day, like, at night, I'd be like, this is the worst I just feel incredibly crap so like that's what I'm saying like I could have kept going with the diet because that's what works for some people but obviously like we did the full diet like we didn't finish it early like we no we finished I think we skipped like the last few days but yeah but we basically modified it as well because uh yeah like for for me like 
at least like I felt so crap doing it and it just was like honestly you, you have to listen to your body like the yeah. the food you eat like how you feel with it um and and just things like that because I mean I don't know I guess people have this idea that one thing will work for everyone yeah Same with, like workouts one size feels, I feel all, like yeah. uh with workouts uh, a lot of people just tell you, like, this is the only workout yeah. that will help you lose weight. But like, then, somebody like, would swear for something. Mm-hmm. And it's great. Like, if it worked for you, it's awesome. But And also, what, what I find funny is that um, I'm quite a flexible person. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, yeah. I love, like, I do like working out. I I actually, like, don't mind cardio. I think my worst, like, thing is just ab workouts and stuff like that. <laughs> but, um, like, I love basketball. I love, like, badminton and yeah. swimming and everything. Um but, like, from people I've met, which I don't know how we get to it, but that end up finding out, like, that I'm flexible, they're always super surprised by it. And they're yeah. Like, oh, God, you're super flexible. And I'm like, yeah. Like, I don't know. People have this very different perception, which is also, like, I feel like uh, something our generation is trying to battle a little bit more. Like, I've seen a lot here in, in Mexico. There's this woman. I forgot her name. I think it's Cecilia or something like that. She talks a lot about, like, um, oh, the one that you mentioned the other day with the yeah, Navy Yeah, about, thing. like, being... Plus size? Yeah, being plus size and, and the challenges that comes with it and, like, seeing doctors, therapists, yeah. and society in general. Um, but, yeah, I mean, those are just, like, some of the, the experiences I've gone through in which if you take anything from this, it's just, like, listen to yourself and yeah. really in, become in tune to, like... And also, like, to talking you. about, like, therapists and stuff. Like, for me, I feel like... I, I don't know how everybody has been taking the pandemic, but for me, I feel, like, really fortunate that we were, we were able to be here and, like, do all these things because for ages and ages and ages and ages and ages, <laughs> like, I've been telling my parents that I just, like, I, not that something was wrong with me, but that something was different with me mentally, like, not that I'm mentally challenged, <laughs> probably I am, <laughs> probably I am, I don't know, haven't been diagnosed for that, but, <laughs> like, I don't know, like... I, like, have gone through so many phases in my life and everything, and, like, I don't know, everybody presents a different face for society and all of that, but just literally, like, literally last, or the first year of the pandemic, like, was the first time, like, and also, like, that's, like, coming back to whole listen to yourself, listen to your body, like, you know yourself better, because I stood strong in my belief that, like, I needed help, like, whatever I had was, like, bigger than myself and whatever I tried to deal with it by myself it ended wrong and like I think the only reason my parents kind of finally listened to me was because I had that big accident where I almost committed suicide in um, Finland but like I had been going through that for so long and like looking back at it I feel like the signs were so clear like I remember breaking down in front of my parents multiple times just like crying full days and like nobody nobody listening and my parents excuses for that would always be like you're a teenager you're hormonal like you're growing da, 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 da. and I would like listen to them because I'm always like like you want to hear like an authority figure saying like you're like you're totally right you're okay and even going to like the therapist in Finland they were like you know you just had like a depressive episode like it was just this one thing and it's never gonna happen again and but then in uni I had another another depressive episode and I was like I don't know if that's normal I don't know if like I have no clue so then like when we came back to like well when like he had to come back for for the pandemic like we went to a neurologist and that was like the first time in my life that somebody told me like you have an imbalance of hormones 
and like he diagnosed me with like some other things but basically at that point I was like oh my gosh I've been right this whole time like I've been trying to like be normal like just like yeah I don't know like yeah like be normal conform conform to the norm not to be too moody not to be too sad not to be too happy like all of these things and like everybody has excuses for you you know like you like your parents are gonna say something like doctors are gonna say some other thing and it was just like literally recently that I managed to like get proper help for it and that goes for like so many things in life like the posturologist that we went to like just quite recently that was recommended by one of another doctors that we've seen like if you don't know what a posturologist is Posture. I don't think that's what you call it posturologist yeah I think no posture yeah posturologist it's just somebody that helps you with your posture and how you stand and everything and like we literally found out with him that like for example I can't walk <laughs> So I've been relearning to walk and that's like the reason why I have headaches and like just all of other things that like if people hadn't told me I feel like my whole life I would have thought yeah that's so normal like you know everybody does this or like whatever people deal with it all the and time. It's also that I feel like there's different doctors that will work for different people because for example these like the two doctors that we're seeing right now um practice asian medicine and i know that for some yeah. people they'd be like that's so wacky like no you know mm-hmm. but like it has honestly like really like it sounds dramatic but it has changed like our lives health wise as well yeah like for me with the same the posture doctor um i had a lot of neck pains and headaches and um just my back like hurt a lot i was having terrible sleep and um he all he pinned it all down to the fact that my glass prescription was wrong. Yeah, and that's so, so like I, amazing. I went to get my glasses rechecked with the, like a specific recommended uh, uh, ophthalmologist. Is that what they're called? Eye doctor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and um, yeah, she gave me new glasses as soon as I started wearing my glasses. No more headaches. No more neck pains. No more back pains. We walk better I can too. Sleep way better. I can walk better. Um, which is, that's what I'm saying, it's, like, life-changing, you know, little things that you think it has to do with, like, just something else, because the doctor yeah. told you, for example, I, if I had gone to see, and I had gone to see other doctors telling them, like, these, I had these, like, pains or symptoms, yeah, yeah, and it was yeah, all, like, it's because of your diet, or it's because yeah. you're not eating well, and stuff, this is what I'm saying with, like, you and have to find... And also the diet doctor, that I don't, I have no idea how you translate the diet doctor that we're seeing right now. Yeah, he, I, I, he has a specific name in Spanish, but I can't, I don't know what it is in English, but he specifies in... Uh, he's not a nutritionist. He just specifies in losing weight. No, like he is certified as a nutritionist, but he doesn't believe in what nutritionists does. Do do? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like he does. He but he he like doesn't consider himself a nutritionist. Yeah, himself. yeah. I mean, he he's, has a certificate on the yeah, back. He like he he specializes in like helping people lose weight. weight and with their diet. And so his diets consist of like three different levels. And the first level we're on is just cutting back real hard well it <laughs> like felt real things. hard but i feel like yeah it's, but it's, it's actually quite, good yeah because he doesn't limit you in terms of like portions it's just to do with the right what you things. eat yeah. yeah what you're eating and eating the right things and we've seen a lot of good results with him honestly um, yeah it's been amazing but at the same time he is very straightforward you know you go you do what you need yeah. to do he gives you what you need and then you go you know <laughs> yeah. you got those doctors are like oh tell me about your story like what's wrong? <laughs> what have you noticed what haven't you noticed like he's obviously found a rhythm and something that works with him yeah. and that's wonderful yeah, yeah yeah but um at the same time like he's not there with like when you come back and you've had like 
a little cheat day or you misbehaved or your cravings have gotten the better of you like he's not there to make you feel bad he's just like it's okay you know this the is next what we're diet here for. is gonna this be is, yeah. super strong and like because you have is, to go every week <laughs> and he's like and then we'll pick it back up again like uh he's literally like i'm not here to listen to like why or what what happened yeah, or yeah, why yeah. You, yeah you did and it's just like you did it it's okay now let's you Move know we re- retake it from here yeah. and um that's so refreshing yeah and i think that's worked very well for like which us as well. right now i feel like okay if we're talking about self-love in general i would recommend if you have the patience to read um come as you are and also atomic habits i think the combination of both of those together would be splendid to getting to know yourself better atomic habits in terms of like building healthier habits with yourself um in really small macro sorry mi- micro steps with yourself because i feel like it explains this whole thing of like the smallest like a grain of sand builds up the whole castle so like you have to like work in increments and mm-hmm. that'd be great and then like come as you are by emily nagahoski or whatever her name is i honestly don't know how to pronounce her last name like it's just so powerful in terms of like listening to your body mm-hmm. and it's just such a great book like mm-hmm. 10 out of 10 recommend both of those together i think it'd be mm-hmm. great for everyone out there to read those and then there's also like i feel like more of like the mental side of it like with everything that came, just, like, thinking back to, um, with my surgery, for example, the, the ovarian surgery that I had. Yeah. Um, I think the person that got impacted the most by it was my mom. Like, I did too, obviously. <laughs> but, like, apart from me, like, because I was saying that, like, my mom, she blamed herself a lot for it. Um, which I never did, honestly. But, at the same time, which Who would you I found, blame? Like, I don't think there's anybody no, to blame. <laughs> which I found super, like, um, curious, but obviously God works in serious ways. Um, I had my surgery in August, but it all started, what, comes before August? July. July. Yeah. Um, So weird. (laughs) Like, it all started, like, the process of finding this out and then getting the studies in and whatever. It started in, like, the beginning of July. It was kind of a quick process, yeah. Mm -hmm. At the end of July, I had started my faith journey, and then... Yeah, no, yeah. No, yeah, it was at the end of July. Oh, yeah, it was, because I remember telling God, like, you gave me the best birthday present ever, because... I was, like, super excited because all of you guys were, like, getting there. <laughs> At the end of July, I started, like, my faith journey. And so when it came August, um, <sighs> honestly, the I was never scared. Like, with my ovarian surgery, like, it never scared me. I was never like, why? Why has this happened to me? <laughs> to me, it was literally like, oh, my God, thank you, Jesus, because you finally gave me answers, like, to why. Yeah my body has been doing this to me like all the time and like what has been happening to me like thank you for finally giving me answers like that was my outlook on this thing and then like after my like also going into the surgery I think my mom was terrified and I mean she's my mother of course but oh my gosh she's so annoying whenever we're in pain like no she's just a mother like but hysterical though (laughs) but like to me um I was never scared I was I felt super peaceful during the whole thing like I was never, like, obviously, you go through, like, those pains of, like, I remember it was so much pain, like, getting out of, of the surgery, but, like, I was always, like, oh, my God, thank you, God, because I was never scared, like, I didn't feel anything, you know, one of my, like, fears was, you know, how there has been those cases where, like, the patients, like, go to sleep, but they can still feel and hear what's going on, like, that You're was so weird, <laughs> that was, I was so scared that was gonna happen to me, so thank you, Jesus, that it didn't, because I don't know how I was gonna bear that, <laughs> But, um... He put you in that, the Adam sleep <laughs> to, like, take, take, take out <laughs> body parts from you. But, um, 
yeah, like, I was, in, like, in peace. And then, like, the whole process afterwards. The like, recovery? Yeah, it was, like, a lot of, like, learning to love myself, to listen to myself. I and I, think I always also... took the, the surgery and what happened to me as a blessing. I never mm. saw it as something negative because I learned so much from it. And I genuinely think it changed my perspective on so, so many things. And, like, coming to the surgery as well, I never felt scared, never felt nervous. It was just more of, like, thank you that I'm finally getting this yeah. removed for me. And, um, to me, like, I feel like I have this complete new outlook on life that has to do a lot with my faith, or everything to do with my faith. But, um, <laughs> yeah, I, like, it's, for me, I know some other people take it, like, like differently, but for me, I think what's kept me, like, going and quite positively and quite relaxed and whatever is my faith and mm-hmm. how, in general, I hate control, so <laughs> being able to be, like, take Jesus it, take the taking wheel. the wheel... <laughs> I am the backseat driver, like <laughs> the Toby Mac song. Um, like I'm super chill with that. And then, like, backseat driver is a bad thing. No, but that's the Toby Mac song. I was just singing. Yeah, but he's I'm, saying I don't want to be. Yeah, I'm next to you then. <laughs> I'm the passenger. <laughs> yeah, you're just the passenger. Um, but it's it's being like I don't know. I think very uh, refreshing. All everything that we've gone through, like everything we we've, we've learned from it. Yeah. And um, finally being in a spot where I feel like I'm finally being listened to yeah. is so gratifying to like pushing and pushing and pushing to find the right doctors, find the right people that'll listen to you and everything. Obviously, uh, but I also think like all of this has reaffirmed the whole thing of like you have to listen to yourself mm-hmm. because like, I don't know, I feel I feel like for the longest time I'm very like I submit to authority really easily. Um, which I've been working on. So, like, whenever my mom was like, this is what's going to work, I just, like, stick to that. But then now it's like, no, because I feel like right now, like, everything we've been through is like, this works for me, and then Mm -hmm. you have, like, a different body than me, and our parents have a different body than us. Mm -hmm. And, like, just, like, really... Like, even the people that love you and have the best intentions for you, they don't... They aren't you. They aren't living Mm -hmm. in your body. Yeah, like, the only one who understands... Is Jesus, God, and the Holy Spirit. Like, that's it. Like, they're the only ones who literally get it. Like, yeah. nobody else. Like, that's that's another lesson that I think we learned. And, and I learned a lot with all this is, like, to stop relying on, like, other people and what they say about, like, mm-hmm. you and everything. It's just, um, yeah. You, you know, you're the only person that knows you, that feels whatever you're feeling. Mm-hmm. And even if something might seem normal, like... Uh, I know that for me, like, being a student and in high school and everything, like, mm-hmm. you look up, like, why am I getting constant headaches? And, like, it's normal when you're, like, a teenager. Because you're because really you're stressed. all the time. Yeah, and you're super stressed. And, like, and nervous. Yeah, maybe sometimes it is stress, but you can also find ways to deal and cope with that. So, um, I mean, if you have the possibilities to, like, be able to, like, go look, see a doctor. Like, like a, what do you call it? Like, the... Like a doctor that truly looks at... No, like a doctor that truly looks at the whole of you because I feel yeah. like a... GP will just like be like you need to sleep more you need to sleep better you need yeah. to eat better yeah, which might be the think, case which I think you know, for us a lot of the time was like yeah but like there it's so expensive to go see a specific doctor and everything but at the end of the day like it um could it's be worth it yeah it's incredibly worth it and it saves you from I think a lot of like doctor lot, visits yeah further down the line or yeah. not even that further down the line like I think a lot of the things that we've gone through and the doctors that we found have been so honest in the fact that they're like um, here, take this, let it work through you, let it process you, I won't need to see you in three months, or... Six months, or whatever. Yeah. Like, and I feel like that's 
those are the good doctors Do- yeah. that are not like you're gonna have to come every single week like maybe even three times a week because you're so fucked like, <laughs> no you know it's just you have to find what works for you the people yeah, yeah, yeah. and everything but that's it guys i hope you learned a lot <laughs> <laughs> just enjoyed you know, just this it, it helped you if you needed to hear that um, yeah so that's all if yeah. you want to add anything no, nothing. Um, just again, uh, we will leave the book recommendations down below. Definitely recommend it if you're a female and just have time to read one book. Definitely read. Um, Come as you are. Well, I think guys also if you're can a learn. Male to... too. Yeah, I think. No, <laughs> I think no. Yeah, yeah. But I think for a woman, like a cis woman, I think it it would help so much to like read that because I I it was so like mind blowing. <laughs> I forgot the word, but it was so mm-hmm. mind blowing. Just like. Um, reading that and it's all backed up in science which I'm the kind of person that I really love books that like make you feel normal backed up in science so like mm-hmm. I feel like if you like that um, if you have time for just one book then do that yeah anyways if you haven't drink water drink water today guys and eat take care of yourself don't wait rest. too long to go pee yeah rest <laughs> uh, check yourself yeah and anyways love you guys we'll be seeing you next week yeah wait our social medias oh yeah you can check out our tiktok at chubby chats on tiktok yeah and my personal tiktok which is basically an f1 tiktok oh my god guys i got signed cards from okay (laughs) i'm sorry i'm just so excited about it i won't hear them right now but sorry sorry i got distracted (laughs) you can check it out on tiktok actually on my personal tiktok Astrid underscore Moreno F1 um, double I and uh, you on YouTube yeah you can follow me on YouTube Pamela Moira M-O-E-R-A and yeah we'll our be YouTube see- chubby chats if you want to comment or anything <laughs> it'll be there as well yeah 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 so that's all but thank you guys for listening bye bye